The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Let's Be Real. I love this episode so much. You have no idea. We have Tate McRae on this week. She is the absolute sweetest. I've been a huge fan of her music for so long, but not just because she's an incredible singer, but because of the perspective she brings to her music and how honest she is. And I knew going into it, we would have a really interesting conversation, but I didn't expect it to be this incredible. We recorded this episode a few weeks ago, right when she was preparing to perform at the European Music Awards, and that's where we started our conversation. Well, first of all, Tate, it's so nice to meet you. I'm such a big fan of your music, and I'm so excited that we get to talk. Me too. I know you're just rehearsing for the European Music Awards. How is that going? That's been amazing. I mean, I'm just really excited to perform an award show, like, fully. Um, I did the VMA, like, pre-show, which was 
really, really cool. Insane. But even the fact that I'm, like, doing the real show, I'm just really excited. And there's going to be dancers. So it's been – the rehearsal process has been really fun. So what is that whole process, like, for people who don't know? Because, you know, for a lot of people, they just see the performance. It's yeah. a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of dance rehearsals, especially for this one. Uh, like, the worst part, the hardest part is singing and dancing. I did not realize how much cardio it was. Literally, it is so hard. Hmm. I've never thought, the more that I think about it, that just doesn't sound fun. Like, I've I've done it before, but it's been, like, easier songs to sing. And, you know, I just, like, over the past, like, couple months, I've really had to figure out how to sing You Broke Me First, a really emotional ballad, to, like, intense movements. So it's definitely, it's definitely hard. One of the reasons I was so excited to have you on my podcast is because I feel like we're very similar in the sense that we're trying, I'm 18, you're 17, right? Yeah. So you know the struggle of just like trying to balance everything with a social life, a work career, a school career. Yes. I'm still trying to find tips for that. (laughs) How are you doing with all of that? It's so hard. I don't think people realize how hard it is. It's so hard. And I think like the hardest part is you have to have a balance. Otherwise, you'll go mentally insane. The fact like if if you don't have a social life you'll feel like a loner and you'll get really like I've gotten into like dark places that I'm like I am never going back to that because you know you get so focused on your work and so focused on like these are my goals this is what I want to do how am I going to shape my future that you totally forget to live in the present moment um that happens a lot to me and I think I've really been trying especially over the pandemic although I haven't been able to like see that many people just you know enjoy the little moments and the little things uh and then again, like balancing school is just impossible. <laughs> I think time management is key. Time management and self-advocacy are like the two things that have saved me. Yeah. Are you a senior? I'm finishing, yeah, grade 12. And it's been... Right, in Canada, it's grade 12. It's grade 12. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... I'm also terrible at time management. Like, I'm like, that's probably... Procrastinating and time management are my worst things. And organization... It's so hard. I can't. I'm terrible. It's one of those things where it's like, I'll be in my statistics class, like doing my homework, and then I'll get like, oh, wait, podcast, I have to like do this. And it's like, oh, wait, okay, back to statistics. It's this trying to like compartmentalize. How do you, how are you coping with that? Well, the hardest thing too is like, I'm sure like you understand, you get one email about your work or you get one text message and it's like your whole focus completely gets out of the zone of school that you don't want to be doing. Exactly. And you're just... You get creative, you get, you know, you think about ideas, you start getting inspired, and you're like, this is a totally wrong place and time to do this. <laughs> and it's it's hard because, especially, like, when you're in a different moment, sometimes you're just like, oh, I want to be with my friends, I want to do this. But then sometimes you're like, I want to work on my career. Yes. Like, it's it's hard to find a balance. And something that I've definitely been learning to find is who are there for the right reasons, who want to hear about all of that. I know you've written songs about it, but what is... What has your experience been like trying to find true friends, especially balancing everything? Uh, it's definitely been a process. I feel like I struggled a lot more with this when I was younger. And I think it's because right now I just am very good at trusting my intuition about things and people. And I can keep people at a distance or I can make people come close to me. And I think it's just a thing that I've had to deal with for a really long time um because I've always been dancing and I've always been competing and I come back for two days and try to hang out with friends and it was like always a struggle for me um so I definitely was a loner for a lot of my life and then I you know I, I definitely had to figure out who my circle was and who I actually wanted to spend time on 
And then to add on to that, it's also to be like, who's there for the right reason? Who wants to be there to support you as a person as you're high in your lows and not just when you're at your high at your success? That's the thing. And you can usually tell, like, where, why are people texting me, like, right after I do this performance? Or why are people texting me after I did this? Like, there's certain things that you, like, you know, when I'm doing nothing. It's so you know, obvious. Though. It is obvious. And I think a lot of people are oblivious <laughs> to that. But it's, it is pretty obvious if you actually think about it. <laughs> I've had some sneaky experiences where people will try and, like, sneak in and then... Yeah, it's a process, and I think it's just about, you know, trusting your gut and trusting who's there all the time, not just part of the time, and, um, you know, who sticks around. And, like, cut out toxic people. That's the main thing that I've learned. Cut them out. Like, you you don't need (laughs) it. It's just weighing you down. And I I feel like friendship, when friendships kind of, like, distance themselves or gets toxic, toxic that can be so much worse than an actual relationship like a breakup that's oh my god that's literally the thing so the biggest thing about my songs is that I've actually never gone through like a huge heartbreak I've only been in talking stages Same. which is the worst annoying so anno- just like waste Snapchat, of time I hate whatever oh, I hate it um and then friends friend breakups and going through like weird drama with your friends is probably the most emotionally draining process ever exactly yeah <laughs> because it's someone that you confide in it's in all aspects not just in a relationship and I think but you know and it's when it's time to let that go and not hold on to it I think that's that's so important but it's hard yeah. to find that time when you really love them how how has senior year been though have you are you guys online um so I'm doing online I only have two classes left Thank God. <laughs> um, which is what class is? Only social and English, so it's pretty chill. Um, like right now, even though I'm trying to like get it all done before December, because um, it's literally over the pandemic, probably been the busiest time of my entire life with work, and so I don't, I don't even know what's going on half the time. I'm just all over the place right now. Are you excited to be done with high school? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! I can't wait to literally focus on important things like and not that school is not important stay in stay in school um (laughs) stay in school school kids kids. but I think like the biggest thing is usually a lot of my time that I want to be spent on creative things or focusing on you know things that really get me excited about my career you know I can't do because I'm like all right gotta gotta grind out some schoolwork and gotta focus on things that I'm really not passionate about whatsoever and that's a really annoying thing to deal with it's really frustrating to try and just hustle through that, but also like while trying to learn something and turn that passion into something. Yeah. It's a weird balance. <laughs> it's hard for sure. Do you know what you want to do after? Are you going to take a gap year? Are you just going to work on your career? You can stay in Canada? Yeah, I think so. I mean, right right now I'm I'm just planning on taking, I mean, as soon as I get out of school, they Although, like, my, my managers and stuff are like, we need you to get out of school so you can just start actually doing things. Because I have to hold off, like, writing sessions and some performances and some, like, there's a lot of things I... You're going to go full I'm force. I'm going to go full force. No holding back. Get ready, world. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know you've been writing for a really long time. And I'm sure, you know, finding an outlet in high school is so key. If you're in high school, find something to express yourself with and I know writing has been that for you yeah has there ever been um moments when you're writing that you decide not to release something because you're like oh these people will know what it is because this is what's happening now uh I mean I write a lot of songs and I think uh like how many songs like I probably have about 50 songs 
that I've not released. Wow. Like a lot. And, you know, I think there's just like the choice between like, what are people going to relate to? What's too personal? Because there's some things that you just like sound like a a crazy person, you know? And you got to get that out sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, there's also like the line. It's therapy. Yeah, it's therapy. It's like writing in your diary. And it's, I think, you don't want to expose yourself too much. But then again, my songs are like hella vulnerable. So I don't really feel like I hold a lot back. (laughs) No, but I mean, it is knowing it's a piece of art, but it's also like your life. And have the world have an opinion on that. That's also really scary and vulnerable at the same time time was that when you released your first song and it was like your your first personal song that was just like so true to you what was that feeling like did it feel like someone was reading your diary or was it just like okay here it is I just want you to take it and listen well so I first started my YouTube channel I started posting original songs every Friday and at the time that's so impressive it was (laughs) to write every week it was a hustle but you know I think I posted every single week and Obviously, all the YouTube comments were positive, but I was still not at school at the time. And I went to a public school, like, right in the middle of that, smack in the middle. And I remember people started talking to me about it, and I started getting real insecure. Because I was like, people know way too much about me. And people know way too much about this other side that I don't necessarily know if I want them to yet, you know? I know exactly, yeah. When I was in eighth grade, I started... I see that's when I like started my work. Yeah. And I was at a new school oh. and people found all of it. <laughs> so they would repost it on there, which is really cool, but it made it made you so self-conscious because though it, it's kind of like take something that you're proud of, but then they twist it into their own totally. way to entertain themselves. And also like it's it's I my work self is so different from my social self. Literally when I when I'm writing and I'm working and I'm in a room full of adults, it's like Focus, Tate, you know, like, I'm completely... You're professional. professional. And then when I'm with my friends, it's, like, Laffy Tate, Chill Tate, like, don't really think about anything because it's, like, where I relax. But, you know, I think it's so weird because sometimes people don't understand the two lives you have to balance. And sometimes I feel like I'm Hannah Montana. You're just, like, living two different worlds. I say that all the time. (laughs) Okay, get this. Wait, quick sidetrack. For one of my college applications, you have to do, like, a bunch of questions. One of them is if you had a theme song of your life, what would it be? And I said, best of both worlds from Hannah Montana. <laughs> and I think that's the best one I could have done. Love that. But it's, it's you know, it's like we said, it's that hard time going back and forth between all of that. Yeah. Have you ever been faced with being in a room full of adults, but you also have your ideas, but they don't take you as seriously because of your age? That happened a lot at the beginning. Um, you know, when I first started getting into writing sessions, I was 13. And you go into this room full of like four, five, three, how many people of professional writers who do this as their job every single day for new artists. And, you know, at first I was like, all I've been doing is writing original songs by myself, no help. Um, And I remember first getting into these sessions and it was like, "Ah, ah, 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 wait, like I was like trying to say something, but it would just completely ignore my ideas because there was no relevance to like what I was saying where even when I was 13, I was a super old soul and I had a lot to say. Um, and it wasn't until like I started, you know, actually finding my people who trusted my opinion, not only. Um, and then when I started releasing more and more songs, people obviously now have way more respect for me, um, probably just because I'm a little older. But still, that's the worst feeling ever, because it's not like my opinion is any less valid than than yours because of my age. 
it's it's hard when you want to do so much at such a young age and you want to make a difference, but it's it's having people take you seriously. Like you're, I have some thoughts that are actually pretty smart if you actually listen to me. Yeah, and I think that's also like I there's a lot of people that don't understand the thing like age is just a number because people stereotype. 17 year olds as this type of 17 year old whereas like you could have a totally different mindset and idea of your life at a super young age and be very mature but they didn't actually listen to you and then i'm sure you can relate to this it's hard to find people that are your age though that have that same type of maturity yeah that like get that that aren't just doing the teenage stuff which is totally fine yeah. but it's finding your it's finding your people, but it's hard to find that when you feel like you're so much older than you actually are. It's true. I think that sometimes I deal with that with friends a lot is I feel like I'm like, why am I having a better conversation with a 35-year-old than a 17-year-old? It should be way, it should be like, we should be connecting, but I'm feeling, I know the feeling. no connection right here. And I think that's just like a different mindset, totally. Just to go back, you were saying how you wrote a song a week, which is so <laughs> impressive. Thank how you. long did you do that for, would you say? Oh, I probably did that for like a year, a year and a half. Whoa. Like a long time. I have so many songs online. So many. So what is your songwriting process? When you were doing a song a week, how would you, would you sit down? Would you have a designated time or would it be something that you would just think of throughout the week? It would usually be, so I'd post on Fridays. I'd usually sit down after dance at 10 p.m. on a Thursday, make force myself to sit there for like four hours, get my piano out, find chords from a song I liked because I've never been taught how to play piano, so I just self-taught, and literally write a song, I, and I then post it the next day. It was like a lot, <laughs> but it was like fun for me because at the end of the week, I needed to talk about stuff, and I needed to yeah. like get stuff out, so it was, usually came out really fast. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, though you procrastinate, you still get it done, though. That's the thing I like to remind people. Like, I may procrastinate, but I get it done on time. No, that's the thing. I'll do my homework the last day, but it will be good, and I'll do it. I'll finish it. Don't worry. Exactly. Don't stress. No, exactly. <laughs> Just because we don't do it early in the week doesn't mean we don't do it on time. <laughs> exactly. That's what, I, <laughs> that's what I like to think. Okay, so I was so hesitant to get TikTok. Just because I was when I was that girl when I was 12 on Musical.ly, just like on it for way too long trying to do those like hand things. Uh-huh. And it was bad. So, of course, naturally, I was very hesitant to go down that TikTok hole. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I don't regret it. But it's really interesting. And I know that you've been had such a big presence on there. Has that inspired any music or has that just been like a really cool outlet to release your music? Um, I do think it's a really smart marketing tool. I think... The fact that you can put a face to your music and people can turn it into whatever they want and interpret it however they like. It humanizes you as a person, It does. It totally puts a face to your songs. And I think um, that was really important to me was, like, I remember being the first person to be like, hey, I'm Tate. This is my song. This is what I wrote. I wrote about this. Blah, blah, blah. Go. You know? And just, like, putting out there being like, oh, God, what did I just post? And, um, you know, it reacting well. And I think that's just, like, connecting. Like, I'm an artist who's writing, I'm 17, and I write about things that you can probably relate to because you're going through the same thing. Exactly. And that was, like, what I wanted to do on TikTok. And I, I mean, it's still, like, I do it for fun. But if, you know, if I ever want to promote my music, I'll do it. <laughs> it's really cool that people get to, it's not that filtered side like Instagram is. Yeah. It's like seeing someone as a real person. No, it's real. It's like you see real things and real moments and funny moments and, like, you know, not the posed 
unfiltered, you know, nothingness of Instagram sometimes. We have to take a quick break, but when we come back, Tate, I want to talk to you about all things social media, how you've stayed creative during the pandemic, and your comparisons to Billie Eilish. All right, we'll be back. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. And we're back. How have you dealt with having a healthy relationship with social media because it is hard uh it's (laughs) it's such an ebb and flow some days I love it and I won't get off of it and some days I 
delete every single app in my phone. Same. Um, and that's just a thing of like, there's so many opinions. And when you put yourself out there, there's gonna be people who hate you. And I think it's like, yeah. I've always kind of been a people pleaser when I was younger, especially. And I'm like the total opposite now. I <laughs> think it's just because I don't really care. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's it's only your opinion that matters. And if you like what you're doing, yeah. and if you know in your heart that you're a good person, no one else can tell you otherwise. It's trying to find a balance. I feel like I saw the social dilemma. Oh, yeah. And it freaked me out. I've turned off all of my notifications on my apps, just like, yeah, which it's helped, but it's so anxiety provoking for me where I'm like, I'm trying to like find that like, okay, well, I'm using this. I don't need it. No, I, t- I couldn't finish that documentary. I had an anxiety attack. And I think that was just because like, it's too real. I was literally like, what am I doing? My whole life is on social media and I can't like, and I'm literally continuing to put myself out there in front of who knows who, and my life is yeah. so vulnerable, um, and that's, like, my job, and it's terrifying, because <laughs> literally, I don't know how it's going to get, obviously, technology is going to grow and grow, and I'm still a super vulnerable person in the public eye, and anyone could click yeah. on my profile at any second and make their own opinion about me. Exactly, and you can, it's scary how much you can learn. I still have the 8+, plus, but, and I don't want to get rid of my home button. I'm like, because <laughs> I know... Like, it's going to go to the face ID, and I've had this for four years now, but it's, like, it's those things where it's, like, I'm scared to where technology w- is going to advance Me to. Me too. I think it's quite quite terrifying, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, speaking of TikTok, you posted this TikTok just, like, a day in your life, and I was, like, man, this is what people don't see of just, like, it's draining to be a student to work full time. So just like, how are you doing mentally? Because I feel like that's a question that's not asked enough. Uh, it's a new feeling every day. I would say five days ago, I mean, I was it was that time of month. I mean, I was a little mm-hmm. crazy emotional and I had a million bajillion things to do that day and the next couple of days. And I was behind on my schoolwork. Um, I needed to film and record a million things. Uh, you know, I was... I was in the process of editing this video and making sure that everything was perfect and giving my notes back. And I was like, whoa, my God, oh, my God, like literally overwhelmed to the max. And, you know, I I feel like people never see that on social media, first of all, was the fact that I literally broke down and... That was me last week. That was literally me last week. It was a disaster. I mean, now I'm great. Now I'm like, oh, life is awesome. But, (laughs) like... That's how it is. It's how it is. It changes every day, and I feel like you can't be too hard on yourself because you never want to get to that point. Otherwise, it can be quite very draining. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's so interesting. And just with your music, what I love about it is it's so it's so authentic and true to who you are. I know you've had like a lot of like Billie Eilish comparisons, but I don't think you're like Billie Eilish. I think you're like yourself. And I think that's the best kind of artist to be where you're not compared to another artist, but you are your own yeah. artist. And that's how you stand out. Um, is there a certain song that you've written that has had the most feedback of like, oh my goodness, that's me from your fans? Um, I think a lot of my YouTube songs did that because they were like really intimate. But I do think that a lot of people related to You Broke Me First. And I think like that, I know when a song I think will relate to like my listeners when I will put it on at three in the morning when I'm driving around and cry, you know? That's when you know. That's when you know, when it's like too real. 
Yeah. But then it's like, that's when it's good because you know that it's like completely raw feelings and not just a songwriter method Yeah, of getting getting a song out. And I feel like you should know this. One of my good friends, she's going through a breakup and she found that song. <laughs> and I told her I was talking to, she goes, please tell her that she knows me more than I know myself right now. Because <laughs> it's, it's, that's what music does, which I think is so crazy that yeah. we can all have that kind of experience. Um, do you have that own experience with your music? Because I know you said it's, you broke me first. You've never been through a heartbreak. Or is it more of just like you relate from another perspective when you're writing and you relate to it, but not as much? Well, I haven't been through a huge heartbreak in a real relationship, but I mean, I've been through plenty of those talking phases, the annoying ones we were saying. It sucks. Where those literally put way more of a toll on you than anything else. It's so draining and I'm, I can't. It's because it's, it's the unknown. Like you don't know what there could have been. And it's like when you're in a relationship, you're like, every, this is everything that happened. And I'm completely like, this is what we were. And if it didn't work out, it didn't work out. But in one of those talking phases where you never really get to like the full dating phase, you're just like thinking and wondering. And like, there's there's never really like, you can't pinpoint what was wrong with you. <laughs> and that's... Exactly. Yeah. And that's where it's like plays with your mind a lot. It really is, and it's also when it's, like, there's no structure. Like, I like to know things. I like commitment. I want, I, like, that commitment. I just want to know, like, if you're in, great. Yeah. If you're out, great. Just let yeah. me know. And I think it's, it's hard, especially during a pandemic. I'm sure you get this, too. Like, working, you don't have a lot of time to do that. So it's hard to, again, find that balance with all of that and then also have someone that's there for the right reasons. It's crazy because all my songs, I think, are written about, like, I, I can't even describe where I pull the emotion from, but it's there. And I sometimes I'm like, I don't even know who I wrote that about, but I know I wrote it about like this specific event and this specific situation. And I felt really shitty here. And I blew a lot like a million different things. And I kind of just put it into a song and then it feels super real. And then if I ever come to a point in my life where I feel that again, it hits so hard. <laughs> I think that's kind of even better. It's not like you're getting it from one situation. You're just you're taking it from your feelings and not from like one thing in the moment that's making you feel this way. It's more of this yeah. ongoing process. So when yeah. you're just, when a song releases, cause I've been so fascinated by this on like a release day of a song. Yeah. What I don't think people realize is the days can be like, it's not like a party every day. You're still doing work. You're still like having your day go on. What is your general process of like when a song comes out that day? <laughs> is it social media the entire time? Is it, work is it school work is it a party what is it it's definitely not a party <laughs> literally my last release day walked downstairs got a little pat on my back for my dad as he was going to go grab his coffee hey good release day tate thanks dad <laughs> literally sit down homework for four hours workout training do a little chat with my fans as the video releases <laughs> and then dance all night and then end of the day, it's like a wrap up of stats and what went wrong and what went right. <laughs> See, I find that so interesting because people don't talk about that. No. It's very different than people might expect it to be. Yeah, it's not It's not a party. For, I mean, I think some people like really partied up with like champagne and stuff, but that's not me. <laughs> it's literally just a normal day <laughs> with extra stress. <laughs> First of all, I love that. I love Lie Like to Me because it's so just... The music video is sick. Thank you. When you're creating a music video, do you come up with the choreography? 
And how long does it generally take for that whole music video to come together? So I have this one choreographer named Michelle Dolly. I've been working with her since I was nine. She's like wow. my person. I've known her for forever. She like lives in LA, but is from Calgary. So we like have that connection. She's like my sister. I love her. And she choreographs me and her do like a collaboration for like every single video we choreograph together. And I love that. Yeah. And, you know, I think, I mean, I'm pretty like quick. I usually either like learn it on the spot or like a couple hours before. Um, so it's just like a one day process. That's so impressive. How often do you, I know you competed for a while. How often do you dance now? Is it still every day? Every day. I dance at nighttime for like three hours, four hours. Whoa. Yeah. How, how sore is your body right now as we are recording this? It's, I just came back from a workout, so it's so sore. Ah. <laughs> All right, Tate, we have to take one more quick break, but when we come back, I want to talk to you about your future goals as an artist and what's to come for 2021. We'll be back. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. 
Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. And we're back. Congratulations again for just selling out like your European tour in like a week. That's insane. What are you most excited for? And what is your dream venue? Oh, dream venue would be like Madison Square Garden. Let's manifest oh, it. Let's put it out in the universe. Madison Square Garden. Okay. God. Um, definitely, I'm just excited to see people again. I think I'm getting, you know, so sick of being on my piano and being in my room. The energy in a crowd when you're performing at a concert is indescribable. It's literally the most, like, so much serotonin in your body. You're literally just, like, don't even remember it after the, after the show is done. And it's the best feeling in the world, and I just miss it a lot. <laughs> that sounds... The thought of just, like, having that much serotonin just because we've been in a pandemic for so long sounds, like, so strange. <sighs> you're So you're a songwriter. You're really good with your words. If you had to, like, describe just the feeling, how would you describe it? I think the biggest thing is you, like... I think because I walked into my last tour, like at first I was like, all right, guys, why are we going on tour? It's not going to, no one's going to buy tickets. No one's going to show up. And then no one's going to know the words. And that didn't it was, happen. It was crazy to me when the total like opposite thing happened. I literally just felt so overwhelmed with like love and support. And, you know, every single person in the crowd knew the lyrics. So it was just like screaming at me. And That's I was just insane. so, so happy. Like, I don't know. It's kind of like a you go through a lot of emotions as a teenager and you're like, I work so hard and I'm spending so many hours for what you get on stage. and You're like this. Honestly, that's so much better than going into it thinking you're going to get all of that and then get none of that. So like yeah. low expectations. It, it saves me every time. Seriously. I like to ask this sometimes because I get interesting answers. Would you ever be on Broadway? See, I wanted to be on Broadway for the longest time when I was mm. younger. It always be like, hey, I'm Kate, and one day you're going to see me on Broadway. That was my line. That was literally my line. That was your um, bio. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was my bio. <laughs> I'm being serious. It was my YouTube bio for a solid five years. That's incredible. Um, I, had to, I had to change it. Um, Wait, why? No, I kind of like that. I don't know. I, like, always wanted to be on Broadway, and then I actually, like, realized that the repetition of like Broadway, I think it's incredible, but I would just, I don't think I'm the type of person to be stuck on one stage for so long. Same songs. Same songs. You know, I'm like, let's go, let's go. Like super fast, super quick, like always ready to do a new thing and super creative. Yeah. So I think I would get like a little, um, it would get a little repetitive, but I mean, some people rock at it and can kill it every single night and make it look like they've never done it before. Do you have a dream broad or like favorite Broadway show that you've seen? I, uh, I saw Hamilton and it was amazing. It's incredible. It's definitely my favorite show of all time. And speaking of Hamilton, a main theme throughout the show is legacy. What would you want your legacy to be? What do you want to be known for as an artist? 
Honestly, I just want to make sure at the end of the day that everything I said was real and everything I said I wanted to say. I think there's so many people who tell you what's right and what's wrong and everything you should be doing. Like, there's a step-by-step process of how to be successful. And I think it's all bullshit. I do. I literally think that... I've seen those TikToks. You literally need to be your own person and you need to be proud of yourself at the end of the day. If I hate a song, I'm always going to hate that song. Like, it's just a thing. If I And that's why I like writing on my songs, because it's all my opinion and my ear. For but sure. I've released songs before that I've been like, oh, why did I re- have to release that? Like, there was no point in that. And I am not proud of it anyway, and I don't love it. And I think I just never want to never wanna feel like that. Because it's, at the end of the day, like, no one, no one really cares. It's everyone has their own lives to figure out and everyone has their own lives to live you're just like a little little speck so (laughs) yeah I mean that's completely true is there is there anything coming up that we can look forward to because I know you just released a single but is there is there anything else you can you can talk about I'll be releasing hopefully a new single within the next month and then in the new year have a couple collabs which I'm very excited about love that and then Honestly, just like rolling out all that I've been writing and putting out singles. So 2021 is manifesting. It's going to be a great year. It's not going to be like 2020. No, 2020 was just a rough year. We'll get over it. It's almost done. It's almost done. And you know what? In 2021, we can maybe meet each other in person instead of doing this virtually. We can meet more music. I think that's what's going to happen. Perfect. I mean, we'll we'll put it out into the universe. Let's do it. (laughs) Another thing that I'm doing for my podcast is that I feel like many others, I've been feeling very helpless. Um, And so this year uh, for this season, I want to have an artist promote a charity that they're passionate about. Um, Is there any charity that you've worked with or that you love that you want to talk about? It's funny because I'm just doing this thing where every month I'm doing like a new charity for YouTube. I'll sing a whole bunch of live songs on my piano and I'll pick a charity there's like this live stream thing so I mean I'm still trying to figure out what I'm gonna do for the month of November but I think I'm gonna go for like uh either mental health awareness okay or cancer research I mean I'm like it was a big part in my family my mom's mom died of cancer so I am always always up to support cancer research for sure so I will have we'll find You'll send us an organization and we can promote it when the episode's out. Oh, amazing. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. That's been amazing. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Let's Be Real podcast. If you haven't already, please hit subscribe. Leave a comment if you want. I'd love to hear your feedback. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at it's Sammy J. That's I-T-S-S-A-M-M-Y-J-A-Y-E. And don't forget to follow Tate McGray on all of her socials, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, it's at Tate McGray. And don't forget to visit my Instagram because I will have a link to the charity that we talked about so you can go check it out. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week and I can't wait for the next episode. Bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.